Welcome to The Practice, a podcast dedicated to unpacking the challenges and joys of being human in this unprecedented time. Each episode will delve into a different aspect of the practice of living with the goal of leaving you empowered to go out into the world as your best self embodied. Hello, and as always, thank you so much for taking the time and energy to tune into this episode of The Practice. I'm your host, Brooke Davidson, and as the title of today's episode hints at, today we're going to be talking about when we choose to be quote-unquote nice as opposed to being authentic. And the reason I have niceness in quotes there is not because it's something we you know, want to put in a negative light in any way. Obviously being nice is a good thing, but a lot of times what we label as being nice is actually not helpful to anyone, ourselves or others. So I'm going to jump straight into an example. It's Friday. You've just gotten off work and you arrived home. You're looking forward to putting on some comfy clothes and spending the evening on your couch watching your favorite show with your dog. But a friend calls, and they invite you to dinner. Now, you don't really want to go to dinner. You want to spend your evening on your couch with your dog watching Netflix. But often, instead of just saying that, instead of saying, you know, I actually really want to spend this evening in, we feel the need to over-explain. And in over-explaining, it often stems from, first of all, not wanting to hurt somebody else. We worry that whatever we have to say might be offensive in some way to this person. In this instance, we worry the person might hear us say, actually, uh, spending time by myself is more enjoyable than spending time with you. And of course, that's not at all what we mean to say. But the fear of it being misconstrued leads us to offer all sorts of other explanations, justifications, and reasons as to why we might be spending the evening in. It may sound something like this. You know, it's been a really long week. I ended up working 12 extra hours, and I came home yesterday, and my dishwasher apparently decided to stop working, and uh, honestly, you don't even want to spend time with me right now. Let's do it another night. And even if those other things are true, The simple truth of the matter, the simple decision of the matter, is that you want to spend tonight in. You simply want to enjoy a quiet evening as opposed to a more exhausting social evening. And the harm with over-explaining is that it has three distinct effects. Effect number one is that we are denying ourselves and our inner truth when we decide to over-explain. We tell ourselves, yeah, that's not enough. Effect number two, it leads to the establishment of a false relationship. Even if it's just slightly false, what we're saying, if we're trying to build a relationship off of that, you know, even just a little bit of uneven ground in the foundation leads to some pretty dramatic things as you start building up off of it. And effect three, we actually feed into the stigmatization of whatever it is that we decided. So in having to offer all these extra reasons as to why you would possibly turn down a social event and spend the evening at home, 
you inadvertently help stigmatize the idea of staying at home, the choice to stay at home. So obviously, in this instance, even though the decision is one that we make to overexplain, to help the other person feel better, to try to be nice, we're actually having some pretty harmful effects on ourselves and others in the process. Now, the second example is any time that we decide not to tell our truth. So notice I'm not saying any time we decide to lie, because lying can look so many different ways. But not telling our truth, often that stems from a place of, again, wanting to be nice to others, wanting to keep the peace, maybe, or do what is easier. However, when we decide not to speak up, not to share our own thought, idea, or belief, we end up devaluing that thought, idea, or belief. We tell ourselves, "Mm, no, that's not important enough. That doesn't matter enough. We're not going to express it. And that builds a pretty tough relationship with oneself. And we might avoid conflict or tension in this way, but at what cost? Is the denial of yourself, is the suppression of yourself really worth it? An example for this one would be at a work meeting. Since I'm an English teacher, I'll give you an example that relates to that. Let's say that I'm meeting with my department and we are coming up with an assessment for our ninth grade students. One teacher might present an idea for an assessment that seems really fun and engaging for the students. But I might be sitting there thinking to myself, "Mm, I don't really see how this connects to what we've been doing in class. I don't see the specific skill set we've been working on actually at play in this assessment. Therefore, to me, it doesn't feel ethical to give it to my students. Now, when it comes to speaking our truth, there are two things we need to keep in mind. Number one, honesty. But number two, compassion. So it's not enough to sit there silently and say, oh, okay, yes, I will give this assessment to my students. Because deep down, we might know that it's not ethical. It's not best practice. It's also not enough to say, actually, that's a terrible idea. Here's a better idea, right? That could really hurt someone's feelings. It could also make them feel like you don't value them as a team member. So ultimately, what we're striving for here is a nice balance of being compassionate while also being honest. It might look like in this instance, wow, that's a really fun assessment idea. However, I don't see how it directly relates to the skills we've been working on. I wonder if there's a way we could revise it to correspond with that skill set more directly. Right now, that's a great way to say my truth but also show value for the other person involved. Ultimately, what we want here is to build a pattern within ourselves where it's comfortable to speak up. It's comfortable to share our opinions. It's comfortable to align with what it is that we believe on a core level to be true. Anytime that we honor that alignment, it becomes clearer. And this is what people refer to as intuition, right? It's that gut feeling, that inner belief. And we cultivate it 
by honoring it whenever it does emerge. When we say, yeah, that, that doesn't feel quite accurate, what about this instead? In doing this, we also build more authentic relationships with others, right? Especially when we avoid over-explaining. If we can share the idea that, yeah, tonight, I honestly, I feel like going out and socializing just isn't quite in the cards for me. I think I'm going to stay in. That person walks away and they actually see us for who we are. What a better way to build a friendship when there's actual honesty at the base of it. And of course, underlying both of these different scenarios, over-explaining as well as speaking one's truth, there's the internal validation, the confidence that emerges, the empowerment that emerges when we're constantly telling ourselves, hey, your ideas matter, your ideas are valid. So the ask as you walk away from this episode is that you notice when you fall into these patterns of over-explaining or of suppressing your internal beliefs. And from there, just ask yourself, okay, what, what could I do here to be a little more honest, a little more direct, while also maintaining compassion for whoever I'm interacting with? As always, I am obviously a little bit of a nerd about these kinds of topics, and I would love to talk about it with you directly. So if you have questions, comments, anything that you want to put forth, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. All right. Goodbye. To follow along with my work, you can find me on Instagram at brook underscore being. If you're interested in contacting me for private yoga or life coach consults, please send an inquiry to brookdavidsonyoga at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.